woke. Time to get up. Hey folks, hope you're enjoying the show. Just thought I would take a moment to invite you to subscribe to Thought You Were Woke, No Speed Limit Podcast, and let you know that our podcast is available on multiple platforms, including Spotify, Google, Apple, Facebook, YouTube, Amazon, Overcast, Stitcher, Breaker, Cashbox, Pocket Cast, and Anchor. Also, make sure to hit the bell notification so that you will be notified when the next episode is available. Now back to the show. Welcome to Thought You're Awoke, No Speed Limit Podcast, Coffee Talk. Hope everybody's having a wonderful morning. Hope you're enjoying your coffee, your breakfast. Some of you may be just getting up, you know. Hope it was a good night. You should always, let me say this one thing. You should always start your day by saying thank you. Thank you for the fact that you woke up this morning. Thank you for a beautiful day. Thank you for all the things, good things in your life. That's what you should do every single morning. Whether you believe in a higher power or not, you should say thank you. See, for me, I do believe in a higher power, so I say thank you, God. Thank you for everything. Thank you for my family. Thank you for my wife. Thank you for my career. Uh, thank you for this podcast and moving me in another direction. I say thank you, God, for all the different things that he's doing in my life on a daily basis. It's important that we get up and start our morning the right way because every day is a new day, a new start to life. You can't go back to yesterday. You can't redo what you did yesterday. You can only go from where you are. So you have to think of it that way. So so my whole thing is I thank you, God, for another opportunity, another day to do more, to do better, to do something in this world. Even if that's just talking to you and encouraging you every day, uh, the listener, that's something I'm doing, right? So that's what we have to do. We have to get up in the morning sometimes and we have to think about things and encourage each other encourage each other so that's where i wanted to start because the world is so full of one thing right now the news is concentrating on ukraine you get hour upon hour of news of ukraine most of it's the same stuff over and over again as you know the russians keep having these ceasefires and then while people are trying to move they fire upon them and so people die and these ceasefires are are fiascos now they're sitting at negotiation tables with crazy negotiations none of that's working and then you know america says they're putting sanctions on russia the world says they're putting sanctions on world and i want to stop there because guess what lo and behold the whole world is not totally agreeing with what the West is doing. And we do remember what happened to the African students last week in Ukraine. What happened at the border of these Western NATO nations where they weren't allowing these black students back into back in their countries. They did get to go through Romania eventually, and some of them ended up in Poland and Warsaw, and they said they were treated better there. But they weren't the only ones. There were Indian students there as well. There were Arab students there as well. And I think about this because there's a lot of dynamics going on. I remember reporters saying, oh those Europeans. You know, we, this just doesn't happen here in Europe. And I said, that's a funny thing to say in a place where World War One, World War Two, our country started Vietnam and, and, and Korea. I mean, we were part of those things. We fought in those wars. We were there. World War One, World War Two, that was all Europe. That, that, that's why the whole world exploded because of what Europe was doing around the world. Come on, stop saying that you're not capable of savagery and uncivil 
things. You've done uncivil things since since I was born on this earth. And that seems mean for me to say, but it's true. We we've done uncivil things to each other. I've watched the invasion of Iraq twice. I've seen the invasion of Afghanistan in my lifetime. I've seen the invasion of Panama, Grenada, and other places that people don't even remember at this point in our lives. They don't even remember those things. I remember sending troops to Lebanon. I remember all of these things. But we see the rest of the world as savage, yet we send our troops out to fight all the time. I guess because we live in such a uh, pillow talk type world where the soldiers go fight and that nothing affects us here in the United States other than the fact that maybe somebody, some of the soldiers don't come back. Maybe that's what the problem is. So we get this idea that we're so civilized. They're doing our savagery elsewhere. Our savagery is being done in places like Iraq. I had a friend tell me the other day that this place was once called Iraq, uh, that Baghdad was once called the Paris of the Middle East. It was the Paris of the Middle East, destroyed by the invasion of Iraq, by American and their allies, Western allies. Totally destroyed. Syria. Syria is uh, another mess. You know, some of that's done internally, but it's also with the help of the United States and the West. If it wasn't for this fact that these people talk about, we want to see Western values in the world, and they're always pushing those Western values, sometimes that is what causes these events that happen in the world. So the, the, the powder keg in the Ukraine is based upon that whole ideal of Western ideas. Here comes Ukraine. They're wanting to be a part of Europe. They want to be a part of that that fabric of, of, of Western values. They want to be a democratic nation. People don't even think about this about NATO. Realize they have Turkey in NATO, right? Very undemocratic. Hungary, not necessarily the most democratic nation in the world. Poland, sort of democratic. Germany, France, Great Britain, United States. Yeah, okay. They're more you know, democratic nations. But there's a lot of isms and, and a lot of a lot of a lot of things in there that aren't exactly what they seem, right? And they support in the Middle East they support Saudi Arabia. That's an absolute monarch. They support that. They support what's going on in Egypt. The military junta, whatever you want to call it over there, that's in control of their government. They support that. They support dictators. Now, they don't like the one in Russia. I don't like the one in Russia. But they support other dictators around the world. When it suits them. When it doesn't suit them, they invade them and put their own governments in power that turn out to be dictatorships like Iraq. Afghanistan. Afghanistan is only a failure because we went there in the first place. That's why it's a failure. If we had let them left them to their own resources, they may have been still a mess, but it would have been their own mess and not our fault, right? We had left them to their own resources. But no, we went over there, fought for 20 years, 
to hold on to a government that wasn't real, only to lose it within a few hours, within a few weeks before we left. Think about that. So then we got this whole, let's go back to the main story here, Ukraine story that we keep hearing over and over again about this and about that. And, you know, America said they imposed all these sanctions. Come to find out they're still buying Russian oil. There are still American companies operating in Russia. There are still people in the world who disagree with the efforts against Russia's invasion of Ukraine. In fact, there were 34 African nations because of all the situations that happened with African students in Europe who decided, you know what, we were not going to send the, sign the UN uh, document. They didn't. They didn't sign it. In fact, South Africa says they're still friends with Russia. Like I said, I don't know how I feel about that. I don't think what the Russians did was right. I don't, and I can't even condone what they did. I think Putin is a evil, terrible individual. I hate seeing children and people suffer, and I wanted the end. But at the same time, I get why those African countries said, "Well, we can't trust the West." These are places that were colonized by you. You set their borders of their countries, and you're still sucking out their the resources from their country to keep yourself wealthy while you're still at times even like France they've started they've literally been the backdrop for wars and the the deposement of governments in Africa they depose governments the English even the Americans have been their money has been involved in the destruction of a place like Liberia even when their troops weren't there they had some influence on what happened in those countries. We can't forget those things. But at the same time, what's going on in Ukraine is a humanitarian crisis. It's not right. I can't for support Russia in any kind of way for what they do. Because if they think being like the West is a good idea, it's terrible. It's savage. It's a disgrace. Putin is right now is a disgrace to his own mother. That's the way I see it. He's definitely a disgrace to his own mother. I don't think his mother would be proud of what he's doing right now. Of course, I don't know uh, Putin's full background, but I know he grew up as a child in the Soviet Union and became a sore loser after the fall of the Berlin Wall. I do know that much. So when we talk about that, this is this has been going on for a week. We can keep on talking about it over and over and over and over again. Meanwhile, everybody else in the world is having problems. I live here in America. I live in the United States. Young black men are dying on the streets every day, and not just from incidents where the police are sitting on their necks. They're dying from their own people. Some reason their own people can't get it together trying to live the American dream the wrong way. Remember, the American dream is a fallacy. That doesn't really exist. And I'm not a communist. 
But the idea of what you think the American dream is is not going to work for you. Crony capitalism is what's got you messed up. Walking on your fellow man is not going to get you where you want to go. You're going to end up in jail. I think I gave you a statistic before. I live in a state where 27% of the population is black and 56% of it occupies the jail. Now that should not happen. That shouldn't happen. Sure, I understand the education system is terrible, but you can't get one if you work hard and try. I don't care what any music videos say. I don't care what you think. I don't care about that frustration. Somehow you got to get over that, man. I grew up without my mom, too. I grew up without my dad. I grew up with my mom. I did have my mom, but I grew up without my dad in the household. I grew up like that. I found a way to, to make it. I found a way to get through the struggle. Maybe it was my belief in God that some of y'all have dumped. You've replaced it with other things, and none of them things are any good. And please, God, don't listen to any of these idiots talking about alpha and beta males and alpha and beta females online. They don't know what the hell they're talking about either. I hope you are not listening to that BS. Sure, you know, you hear this thing about pull yourself up by your bootstraps and all that. Yeah, that's BS too. But what can we do to help you? What can we do to get ourselves together? What can we do to make our society better? That's what we, we have to get together and do. I mean, I can tell you every day, put down the guns. Please put down the guns. I'm going to say that again. Please put down the guns. Listen to those people who are successful in other things. Go to the barbershop. The guy at the barbershop, ask him how he did it. Brothers out there that own, you know, the brothers who own that, that food truck, ask him how they did it. They, they sh the way you're doing it is not going to make it. I don't know about the anger. I don't know what to tell you about that, but I'll tell you this. I love you. Enough to tell you that this ain't the way it's going to work. When they say Black Lives Matter, it ain't just about protests about the police. Sometimes we need to go and march through our own neighborhoods. I know there's some brothers that do that right now. They show brotherly love. They go march through the different neighborhoods and say, man, I love you. I know them for a fact. I wish I could mention the brother's name here, but I, I haven't asked his permission to do so. I know another young brother who's a family member of mine, who has an organization that tries to help young men, teach them how to tie a tie, learn how to make it through an interview. If that's what your problem is, you need somebody to teach you that. There's a lot of young men out there who can do that, who can help you, who have experience with that, including myself. I don't mind helping you with that. But we've got to fix our society. We've got to work on some things that, man, it just bothers me that we've gotten to this point. There are people working hard in Washington, D.C., and around the world to try to help black people. They want to put in things like the George Floyd Bill and Voting Rights Act. But see, the George Floyd Bill can't be helped if white people have an excuse not to pass it. And how y'all act in your own neighborhoods gives them that excuse. Because there's some old folky black folks who go, Yes, sir, we need more of them police down here. Because these folks don't know how to act. I hate to say it that way, but it's true. You heard what Biden, I don't think any of y'all heard Biden's speech the other day. He pretty much ran, you know, he talked about the George Floyd Bill and, and how great the George Floyd Bill was. And he talked about voting rights, but he kind of skimmed over those. But one thing he said was, we need more money for more police. We need more of them on the street. Came from a white man who most people consider liberal and a lot of black people voted for. Because all y'all say he failed y'all. All y'all say he failed y'all. You know, so what can I say? You know, we can talk about who failed you, who didn't fail you. We can talk about all of that. 
But we got to get some things right on our side. We can't help. We ain't helping each other. Do you know when y'all, when these folks break in a building in, in the black neighborhood, breaking stores and stuff like that, that gives people an excuse not to open stores in your neighborhood? Well, they ain't opening nothing in my neighborhood. Man, we could have, we could have a public. We could have this. We could have, you can't have any of that if we got folks who want to steal from every little thing we got. What we do have, you steal from. Because you believe that you want what? The Jones guy, you wanted to be in the big house, but you're doing it the wrong way. You end up in the big house, all right, in a tiny little four-by-four sale with some guy named Bubba who wants to be your boyfriend. That's what you're going to end up with. I'm just saying, just being real with you. Like I said, there are brothers out there who are willing to help you. If you need a job, there's brothers out there. You need to get an education. There's brothers who show you how to get there. But we got to help each other through the right. Ukraine is what's going on with that is terrible. That's all in the news. But... What else is in the news? It's what I'm seeing every day. We got our own war on the streets here. We got to stop that ourselves. We we got to stop that ourselves. We we have to decide that we don't want to go to war with each other. Can't stop being so angry. I see the disrespect because disrespect is deep. It's so disrespectful. You drive bad. We drive bad. We do. We cut each other off. We pull out in front of people. We make funny faces at them. We just we just swerve all over the world because we just all about ourselves. We ain't about each other. We don't believe in rules anymore. People walk out on a red light in front of cars moving to cross the street. Remember when you were a kid? I don't know what happened to those rules, but you know when you were a kid, they used to tell you to look both ways. Somehow y'all forgot all of that. The rules don't matter. And yo, I don't care if you smoke weed. I really don't. But th- think about this. People got jobs. When y'all smoking weed in y'all cars, and y'all pulling up next to somebody and that stuff's going in their car, they get hurt on their job and they got te- a take a test and they come to find out they got weed in their system. Guess what? They get fired. I know that sounds personal, but I'm just saying that's real. We don't respect each other's space anymore. We don't respect each other. Bro, somebody look at you the wrong way. You ready to shoot them. They ain't doing, doing nothing to you. Then some of y'all looking at other people and being disrespectful. Y'all need to cut that out. Yeah, this coffee talk, I'm off I'm off the chain today. I'm off the chain. Got a lot to say, though. So then, let me also talk about this. Because this, this is important. It's so, so important. Mom and dad didn't raise you to be a fool. Maybe they didn't know exactly what you needed. Maybe they weren't perfect. But they didn't raise you to be a fool. That's why they'd be crying at your funeral. They 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 felt like they failed you, but they were trying. Maybe they were wrong for whooping you in the middle of the grocery store and not telling you why they were whooping you. Maybe you didn't understand why mama left you at home late at night and had to go to work. I don't know. Maybe she didn't set enough rules in your house and you got that's why you were out at sixteen at sixteen years old out at two o'clock in the morning somewhere you shouldn't be. I don't know. But I know that your mama and daddy at least your mama loved you. Parenting your household tried to love you. Maybe they just didn't know how to love you the right way. But you should have some respect that you want to try and change things and make that better for them. You shouldn't just be the guy who's trying to be a football player or a rapper. Because, you know, in life, I understand that's where the big money is. Do you know what the percentage of those people are that make it? Let's say there's 250,000 college athletes. 1% of them will get drafted. 1%. Then think about this. The other opportunities don't ain't going to pay you nowhere near that money. And they, they might not even last the XFL $70,000 a year. I don't even know what the USFL is going to pay. That's about the only other opportunities you get. Then if you do play in the NFL, you may only play two years. And you ain't guaranteed to make the big salary. No, you ain't guaranteed none of that. Education guarantees you more than anything else in your life. Try to get that education. If You, you ain't got to go to college. Get a skill. Become an electrician. Uh, construction. We need more black people doing construction and engineering than anything else. Business management. Learn learn, uh, learn skill. Computer science. Especially computer science. You know, we be on the internet more than anybody else. YouTube, TikTok, Twitter, 
Facebook, man, black folks all over the place. We could own that if we worked hard enough to work on it. This is real talk. Real talk. With everything I'm saying, I'm saying it out of love. I don't think, you probably heard it a million times before and said blah, 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 but I'm real. This is this really what we need. We need change in our community. Black lives do matter. Your life matters. My life matters. Your mom's, your neighbor's life matters. That person you mad at right now that you, you want to pull the trigger on right now, their life matter too. For my older folks, we got to reach out to these younger folks and stop sitting in the barbershop complaining about how they don't listen no more. I've heard that for three generations. I'm 48 years old. I've heard that for three generations. We got to stop saying that because what that means is we fail those children. That's what that means. If we're saying, oh, these kids nowadays, they just don't listen, then that means we fail those kids because why did you listen and they don't listen? That means that the lessons that you were taught, you did not teach them. Take ownership of your responsibility. And I don't want to hear all these leaders talking about, well, I'm out in the community doing this and I'm out in the community doing that. No. Take responsibility. Listen to what I say. Take responsibility for what you do as well as what you don't do. And I guess I end with that. So I know this has been a long little coffee talk, but y'all have a wonderful evening. Thank you. Once again, peace out. You have been listening to Thought Your Awoke No Speed Limit Podcast.